Hi everyone and welcome to episode 4 of this new season of Tales from a Very Minor Celebrity. A delve into my celebrity archive, a look back at some of my favourite interviews from my career in radio and TV. And as I always say, I hope you like listening to them as much as I did recording them. Now this week my guest is not so much flesh and blood but rather metal and oil. Whilst working at a radio station in Essex I had the pleasure of being invited to do some very nice things and a lot of the invites came from Ford, not surprisingly as they were a major employer and still are in the area. Some of the things I was invited to were the launch of the company's new transit van. Uh, Not very exciting, you may think, until I tell you that the launch was held in Spain and 13 media types were flown over there in a specially chartered jet and we spent a very pleasant two days driving around Jerez and sampling some very nice sherry when we visited one of the major sherry producers in the region. Great time. I was also invited to the Goodwood Festival of Speed and the Shakespeare Theatre in London as well. But on this particular occasion, I was invited to drive one of the iconic Ford GT40s around the test track at Worley. It had been set up to celebrate the company's launch of their new version of the GT40, which we also had a go in as well. But it was the original that I really wanted to experience. The Ford GT40 is a high-performance endurance racing car commissioned by the Ford Motor Company. It grew out of the Ford GT, GT stands for Grand Touring, in an effort to compete in the European long-distance sports car races against Ferrari, who were dominant in the 24 Hours Le Mans series from 1960 through to 65. But Ford succeeded with the GT40, winning from 1966 through to 69. The film Ford vs Ferrari starring Matt Damon and Christian Bale is an excellent look back at that period of Ford's racing history. So join me as I have a trip of a lifetime in my dream car, the Ford GT40. I was looked after by a gentleman called Tom. I'm so sorry, I don't remember his surname. But Tom was head of the Ford Heritage Centre and he looked after me as we went round the test track. We've just finished uh, recommissioning and fresh... You've just recommissioned that vehicle we can hear now. (laughs) Nice lunch arrived. (laughs) Wow. We just finished recommissioning a number of our vehicles, uh, including that very loud one, which is Transit Supervan 3. We've got two original GT40s that are freshly out of the workshop. RS200, which is the last of the 200s built, and some other fresh cars as well. And they're here because we love them and we love showing them off and we love people like you, Sam, you're an enthusiast, to come along and drive them. One of my favourite cars is in front of us right now and uh, another, another one's just started up as well. It's the GT40s and I suppose they are the stars of the show. Oh, very much so. There's no more iconic Ford, I guess, than the GT40. This particular car we're going into is a 1968, it's a Mark III, it's a road car, because you could buy them for road use, they weren't just racing cars, knew it would cost you £7,500, and um, this is the last road car built, it's number seven of seven, and it's basically a racing car detuned for the road, and I think you and I should go out and have fun in it. Let's go. 
Right, uh, Tom, we've uh, just uh, got into the car. The first thing that strikes me is it's one of the most uncomfortable machines I've ever been in. <laughs> it wasn't built for comfort. It was built for exhilaration. And um, sat here before we fire up the engine. Uh, it, it, yes, I, I agree with you. But I tell you, once you're in and we start moving, boy, is it worth it. All right, well, um, I'll let you start it up and uh, we'll see what it feels like. Oh, that, oh, that sounds so good. Yes. What engine is it? It's a V8, a Ford V8, 4.7 litre, and it does about, it's a power output of about 306 brake horsepower. So it can shift? It can go. Uh, we've never driven it flat out, but the books tell us it's a theoretical top speed of around 150 miles an hour in this slightly detuned trim. Yeah. If it was the full uh, track car, like the sister car that's here, you're talking about 190 miles an hour. Wow. Okay, we're just waiting to get the signal that we can go. The other GT40 has just arrived back. And uh, here we go. Oh. going up onto the banking here at uh, Dunton. Is it uh, an easy car to drive? Surprisingly easy. Um, once you get moving, there's no power steering, there's no power brakes, um, but once you're moving, the whole thing becomes incredibly light, incredibly stable, and you, you feel as though you drive to the south of France in it. <laughs> We are incredibly low down. We just come off the banking, hitting the, the straight now. We're hitting 100 miles an hour very quickly. Good grief. 120. And you can feel it can do a lot more. Wow. Hitting the brakes, going down through the gears, up onto the banking. The car actually gets its nickname GT40 from the fact it's only 40 inches tall. Oh. It was actually sold by Ford as a Ford GT. It's just when people realize it's 40 inches tall, they nicknamed it the GT40. Talking of 40, you just hit 140. <laughs> and now I think it's time to pull over. If you want to drive, you can have a drive. Well, I think I'll have to. My word, that was fantastic. And uh, a real, real pleasure to be in a, a piece of motoring history. Tom, thank you very much. So that's me being driven round the test track at Fords in that mighty GT40. I did get a chance to drive it myself, but unfortunately I couldn't record it because of insurance implications. But it was a truly wonderful experience and a wonderful day as well. Now next week is an interview I did that is one of my favourites because, well, it was quite controversial at the time with a number of complaints coming in from listeners. 
Michael Barrymore was one of the highest paid entertainers on TV until one fateful night in 2001 when a young man called Stuart Lubbock died in the entertainer's swimming pool during a party. Barrymore's TV career effectively ended after that, but he made several attempts to revive his career, including putting on a one-man show at London's Wyndham Theatre. Are you phoning up every morning to, to see about ticket sales? I, I don't get into that. No. I really don't go down that road. I, I'll go out, whoever's there, I will perform. <laughs> I, I don't forget, I started a long time ago, you know, with literally a few people in the audience. It's, uh, it's, it's not that, that, that I'm asking for that, but, uh, you know, they've, they've sold the tickets. I mean, I started with three weeks, um, it's now seven. So I don't think in today's world that people take chances no. with uh, booking that an expensive theatre for their health. In fact, I phoned up the box office uh, out of interest and asked them how the tickets were going. Do you want to know? No. All right, I won't tell you. You're going to tell me? Not going badly. No. That's what they said. They were happy. Well, if they're happy, then um, uh, what more can I say? That's Michael Barrymore next week on More Tales from a Very Minor Celebrity.